Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. My name is Daniel Carroll, and this is episode 76, and we are talking Star Ocean till the end of time for the PlayStation 2. I hope everyone is well. I hope you've had a really good week. So Star Ocean, yes, it is our first voyage into the Star Ocean series. Now, I played this game back in the day. I think I still have this game back in the UK. And I bought it just for the artwork alone. It's it was the box art uh, has the main character on the front, and I loved the artwork. It was incredible. That alone got me to pick the game. You know, it's back in those days where you didn't really have magazines, you don't have YouTube to give you an actual real review, an actual C gameplay footage. So it's so limited. So you are kind of like, what's the box? Is it any good? And this is one of those moments I was like, I absolutely fell in love with it. It is a beautiful artwork. And I said, I like anime. So this kind of all just fell in. I was like, oh, it's an action RPG. I was like, wow, this looks really cool. This looks my sort of alley. So I bought it, played it to death. Did I finish it? No. No, I did not. And there are reasons for that. Yes, there are reasons for why I did not finish it. Um, and I kind of put it down. Because I was getting frustrated with it. This is a long time ago, but oh my wordy. Oh my wordy. But I am joined this week by King Nido. Now, King Nido is a new person. He's a debutante to the show. Now, King Nido, I met when I first started doing YouTube. So this was, God, over four years ago now. And we got talking and he did, well, I tried to do like a podcasting and I was interviewing other YouTubers and it was like me in front of a fireplace. And I liked the idea of it. But I asked King Nido, do you want to come back on? Because we got on really well. And he said yes, and he said he wants to do this game. And I said, I hate you. Uh, it's like one of those Chris Copleen situations. Is like he brings games that I absolutely hate. Captain N's done exactly the same thing. So has Raging Demon. You keep bringing games that I don't want to play and have to play because I'm a nice guy and I will give it a go. But yes, if you want to go straight to the Star Ocean chat, maybe go about 40 minutes down the road and you'll arrive there. But stay, please stay. We try and have some fun. We try and make some games. We don't make it boring. I don't think we make it boring. But let's just first of all, you know, let's get let's get the plugs. Let's get them out of the way because we've got to get them done because they hate help pay me to get a potential house one day. If you want to support the show, you can do so wherever you're listening to this. Please give it a five-star review. Please tell me it's good. Please tell me it's rubbish. Please tell me I need to get better. I need to get a less croakier voice. And also, whenever you see this come on your socials, please retweet it or reshare because it really helps us get out there. If you want to support the show financially, you can do so over on patreon.com forward slash RetroWars, where for $1 each month, you get access to your own show called DLC. This could be top 10s, modern day game reviews or gaming events. As a bit of a sneak peek, I decided to go to the movies. And we looked at episode 49, where we looked at my picks of the top 10 gaming characters in movie video games. Guile from Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. Now, there were plenty of characters who were in this film and really did a good job. 
Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, is an absolutely fantastic film. And yes, we can always talk about Cammy and the shower scene and Vega fight. So many good characters. But the reason I picked Guile is essentially he's the detective in the show. He's trying to catch Bison. And he's kind of there to help drive the plot along. But he teamed up with Chun-Li. And the reason why I like Guile is, well, he doesn't do a lot of fighting, which is a bit of a shame. I think he only fights near the end. But it's his relationship with Chun-Li and how he clearly cares for her. Although he's not, it's not like romantic or anything like that because he does have his own family. It's clear he does really care for her. And after the battle against Vega, she's like really badly beaten up. And he's standing over like, shit, Chun-Li! And he is like, oh my god, I need to help and protect her. And it's what makes it amazing. He's like, I will get them for you. And he suddenly stands there and puts his bicep up and does like an arm curl and then just squeezes his bicep. <laughs> it's like, what the, who fucking does that? It really should have been movie video. I said movie video games. It should be video game movies. It's just such a mouthful sometimes. But yes, that was episode 49. And next week, episode 50 of DLC. DLC's nearly been around for a year. Just mental. We are going to rank the first 50 games that I covered for this show. I am going to give you my list of what I think is the worst and what I think was the best of those first 50 games. So I want to hear your I want to hear your views on this one. If you're part of Patreon, I want to hear your views because you can get your say and I want to give you the chance to give me your top 10 out of those first 50. Now to let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund each month will go to a UK charity called Get Well Gamers and they provide games and consoles to 150 children's wards across the UK. So far, we've only raised about four bucks, which I know is tiny, but I hope one day we can make this grow over time. And I really want to donate games and consoles. Now, also, if you want to donate your games directly, you've got old games. Ah, oh, I can sell them for a few bucks. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Send it to the charity directly because I really appreciate it. And the link is in the description below. Additionally, what else do you get for your money? Well, you get a chance to access our own Discord. We can basically dick around with the rest of them and just ruin my life. You really can. You get the chance to message me one-on-one. -on -one. You can also take part in all our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or comment on our Game of the Week, and I will probably butcher your names. Okay, that is the plugs out of the way. Let's get into our first section, which is our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. Sixty bits of nonsense is our letter section where you guys can pretty much ask me whatever you want, and I will do my best to answer. But before we get into that, I have a little bit of an announcement. Now, previously on the Patreon, we've always they've always kind of asked us like, oh, they've been talking about what we should call our name, what we should call the group, what we should call this group, and basically. There was a period where the basically the Patreon started going a bit. They realized, oh, they've got access to certain things. They could do certain things without me basically saying no to it. And I kind of didn't care. Well, at the time, I didn't know because I was asleep. Because it got pointed out by one of them. It was like, oh, he's asleep. Because obviously me being in Australia. So they went to town and started causing absolute chaos within my Patreon. I woke up to so many messages like, what the 
fuck is going on here? And they all thought it was. It was like, like when you let the inmates run the asylum, that's exactly what it was. And I kind of came to the decision that they talk about it enough. They call themselves the Smut Squad. They technically call themselves the Saturn Smut Squad, but we're not giving them the satisfaction, you freaking Saturnians. So I'm decided, after much deliberation, and because it's kind of come naturally, I am now calling all our Patreons the Smut Squad. So is it if you want to become a Patreon and join the Smut Squad, you can. That does no way mean I am calling it the Saturn Smut Squad. No. No, 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 no. You are not getting that satisfaction. You are now all the smut squad. Thank you for ruining my life on a daily basis and having the need to have the objection button coming at certain points. God knows if it's going to appear today. We'll wait and see, shall we? Because I don't usually kind of edit these things until after the show bloody airs. That makes no sense until I actually record it. There we go. It's too early in the morning. Leave me alone. My brain's not working. Stupid COVID. Long COVID. All right. So there we go. There's our little announcements of where we go with this, with your group, this smut squad. Right. Let's get into our question, shall we? Captain N says, dear Dan. No, that sounds weird. Dearest Dan, better. With the summer heating up here in North America, literally, what are some Australian tips you can you can give us to beat the heat? Yeah, I've been seeing that. See, this is nothing to do with gaming, but I've been seeing that like in the north, it's been north of the world. It's been absolutely baking. I know America, it's been silly. Greece, Spain, been absolutely silly. I think this the the best... When do I come to serious information? Stay out the sun. Stay in the shade. Like, if it's the middle of the day, around 1, 2 o'clock, don't go anywhere near. Just don't be silly. Don't be silly. In the end of the day, you don't want to put yourself with heat exhaustion because if you get heat exhaustion, that can mess you up so quickly. And you can be, you, you know, you'll be hot, but also, like, you will vomit, it will wreck your insides. I, I've had it when I've been playing football, and it's been so hot that I just feel so ill. Because it's been like, I've been playing like 30-odd degree, and I hadn't had enough water. So make sure you're constantly drinking water. Make sure you stay in the shade. Make sure you've got, your, if you've got aircon, keep it on. Clothing, wear cotton. Simple things like that. Just basically do your best. If you're outside, put sun cream on. Put your sun cream. Like, I literally look at the sun and go, ah! I literally, my wife laughs. Even if it's cloudy, it doesn't matter. You'll burn. It's not about sunlight exposure. It's radiation, people. But just everyone who is in the north of the hemisphere at the moment, just please stay safe. The temperatures, they're going to keep going. I saw it was going to get to 50 in some places. Really stay safe. I'm not taking the piss here. I'm trying to be nice. You know, I don't want any of you dying on me. That would be nice. But just basically make sure you drink plenty of water, wear the right clothing, stay inside when it's really hot, and just stay safe. And keep your animals out of it as well. If you've got dogs, keep them inside. I don't want them getting hurt either. So there is my public safety awareness. We all say, you know, I'm taking a piss. But at work, I'm the uh, fire warden. And I used to be health and safety when I was at my old job uh, in the city. And I was also the building fire chief. And I used to call myself the safety salamander, like Homer. And I used to you see sign off my email saying that as well. I, said, I didn't care. You know, you're not meant to change your email sign off. I didn't give a shit. I just changed it to Dan Carroll, safety salamander, and left it. I was like, no one's going to fucking do anything because it's me. And even yesterday, we had a fire We had a fire drill. I was like, get the fuck out the building. Fuck off. Well, I wasn't saying it. Can you imagine if I actually said that? It's like the CEO. Fuck off out the building. But yeah, I take safety very seriously. I really do. So yes, please take care.
Uh, Dave McGee says, Dan, Dan, the muffin man. That's not fair, Dave, because my little one, I have a muffin. And my little one just said to me recently, Daddy's got a big belly. He's got a baby in his tummy. I was about to throw her out the car. Cheeky bitch. Oh, she went, Dan, Dan, the muffin man. Don't really have a question this week. I'm on my holidays. My brain is shut off. Have a good one. And I'll send you some pics of me and my speedos like you asked. I did. I did ask him. So, yeah, Dave, I look forward to it. Make sure it's not just the bottom half, because that will be really... My wife will be looking at, what the fuck are you getting? Just pictures of Ben's bottom half of Speedos. Send the whole picture, please. <laughs> and stay safe. Stay safe. Make sure you're... Lots of sun cream. I'm not rubbing it in, but just make sure you're safe, safe, Dave. Safe, safe, Dave. Is a mouthful. <laughs> Finally, Chris Copleen says, Chuck Smutlord. What's the smuttiest game you've ever played? Now that you've blessed the Saturn's... No, no. Now you bless the Smut Squad with our official recognition. No, you're the Smut Squad. So what's the smuttiest game I've ever played? Hmm, that's an interesting one. See, I know there is this title's like Leisure Suit Larry, but I've never played that game. Thinking about it, I'm probably going to have to go with Conker's Bad Fur Day. That's probably the smuttiest game I've ever played, just because it... <laughs> when you consider what Conker's Bad Fur Day was meant to be, at the initial, like, first screenshots, and then what we got. <laughs> it's, oh, we've had an episode of it on the show, but it's, like, rare. Just basically said, ah, don't give a shit. We're just going to have some fun with this. Like, if you are new to the show and you, you haven't heard that episode, go back, because if you listen to the end of it, my dad actually sang um, the Great Mighty Pooh song. And he still he still goes on about it to this day. He was like, I sang the song of the great mighty Pooh. And he he literally is going around the house the other day going, I am the great mighty Pooh, and I am going to throw my shit at you. I was kinda it's too early in the morning for me to be doing opera. But he was laughing his head off. And I've told him, Dad, you know there's other video games which have better songs. And my sister is uh, operatically trained as well. Uh, her name is, uh, go follow, go, you want to see my sister on YouTube, go with uh, Dan, Danielle Louise Thomas, she's absolutely incredible, and uh, I'm not even lying, she's absolutely ridiculous, but I want to get her to do some of the opera, like for Final Fantasy VI, and get her and dad to do it, and they're like, oh, it's a video game, you stupid, I said, no, 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 it's actually legit, I'll even join in, I'll do one of the parts, there's two male parts, I'll do one of them, you do the other dad, and Danielle can do, the, can do Maria, it'll be so good. I can do a bit of opera, but I'm nowhere near compared. <laughs> oh, nowhere near their level. Jesus. As I said, watch my sister and just go, holy shit, that's incredible, because it is. But yeah, I'm going to say um, Conquer's Bad Fair Day is my answer. I'm locking that in. I know there are far worse ones. And one day, probably will we do Leisure Suit Larry. People have said about doing Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Oh, my God. Or oh, Extreme Volleyball. We all know why that game's even in the ether, isn't it? So, yeah, one day we may play that game, shouldn't we? All right. Okay, that is our letter section. Thank you very much. If you do want to join in for the letters, go to patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. And, yes, you can ask pretty much whatever you want to. Now, let's get into our new section, which we call Patch 76.0.
Patch 76.0 is our new section where I look at what's been going on in the world around us and kind of cherry pick things I find interesting. And there is a huge story to go on about. I didn't think we were going to be talking about this for a few more weeks, but hey ho, we are. It's Microsoft once again. They have won the court case against the FTC in America to buy Activision Blizzard. Now, what this is, basically, was that the FTC wanted to put an injunction to stop the sale happening. It has not happened. Now, I'm going to sum basically what this is. Jacqueline Corley, who is the judge, basically cited Microsoft to prevent the FTC, which is the Federal Trade Commission, from getting this injunction to stop the deal going through. Uh, they basically were denied that. And now they're going to hold, the FTC will hold their own case. Um, but basically, to sum this up, they're after Britain now. Britain is the only thing in the way of what's going on. Now, Judge Corley, in her ruling, she said, the FTC has not shown it's likely to succeed on its assertion the combined firm will probably put, pull Call of Duty from Sony, PlayStation, or that it's the ownership of Activision content will substantially lessen competition in video game, library subscription, and cloud gaming markets. Because that they were, I always thought it was going to be the PlayStation issue so with, um, with Call of Duty, but it's not. The, that's one of them. But the main one was because of that cloud gaming thing. So... Basically, the judges allow that to happen, but we've still got the UK. Unless they sort the UK out, it ain't going through. Because the three markets of the, the European Union, the FTC, which is the American one, and us, or the UK, basically because it's so intertwined how gaming is, you've got to get all three. So they are going to go back to the UK. And then once that goes through, once they make any changes, then we're, we're a go. So Phil Spencer, who is the boss of Xbox, came out with a series of tweets and he's basically, so I'm going to be reading some stuff here. The evidence showed that the Activision Blizzard deal is good for the industry and the FTC's claims about console switching, multi-game subscription service and cloud don't reflect the realities of the gaming market. Since we first announced this deal, our commitment to bringing more games to more people on more devices has already grown. We've signed multiple agreements to make Activision Blizzard's game, Xbox first party games and Game Pass all available to more players than there are today. We know that players around the world have been watching this case closely and I'm proud of our efforts to expand player access and choice throughout this journey. Now, you say that, but you don't release any fucking games. Don't release some fucking exclusives. You don't fucking have any. Jesus. And then Brad Smith, who is the vice chair and president of Microsoft, says, After today's court decision in the US, our focus now turns back to the UK, as I said. While we ultimately disagree with the CMA's concerns, we are considering how the transaction may be modified in order to process or in order to address those concerns in a way that is acceptable to the CMA. In order to prioritize work on these proposals, Microsoft and Activision have agreed with the CMA that a stay of the litigation in the UK will be in the public interest, and the parties have made a joint submission to the competition appeal tribunal to this effect. Okay, so that's what's basically going on. So it's basically let's sort out the UK, and then we are a good one. Whether Sony are going to appeal that. You'll have to wait and see. See, I know it's a big thing, but I still think even if this goes through, PlayStation are going to be fine. Maybe they might lose some of their market share, but ultimately, are they going to be the winners and still the dominating factors, dominating player in the gate market? Yes. Just because I just think they have so much better um, first perfect, or they have console exclusives, which are ridiculous, and Xbox don't have them. Like, look what came out the other week, Final Fantasy 16, incredible game. Spider-Man, The Last of Us, Spider-Man's coming out soon. Microsoft, Starfield, and don't get me wrong, that's going to be a good game, but that's one game. 
Whereas Microsoft Sony just keep whipping out banger after banger after banger. And Microsoft pool is so empty. And there's a reason why when I go to the shops, Microsoft is like, eh, eh. And Sony's dominant and Nintendo has his old freaking wall. There's a reason why you're falling behind and this is not the reason. <sighs> right, there is some more legal stuff. Okay, so one more bit of legal. Um, Bungie apparently have won a lawsuit against a Destiny player who harassed employees. Now, they've won almost $500,000 as US in damages against a Destiny 2 player who was harassing one of its community managers. So this is quite big. A defendant, James Comer, being incensed by fan art by a black community member, given the spotlight. Okay, that's ridiculous. Comer then sent racist and abusive calls to the manager and his wife, and in an effort to intimidate them, arranged for unsolicited pizza order to be delivered to their home. Now, get fucked. That's fucked. What are you doing? Because you don't like a piece of fan art. And obviously, because the person was black, is that what it is? You just get fucked. If you don't like a decision, just deal with it. Don't be attacking other people. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, James Comey, you get everything you deserve. Absolutely, you you rate. Well, I'm not going to say he's racist. Well, no, no, he said racist piece of course, so you racist piece of shit. Get stuffed. And to intimidate people like that out of the home, that's, that's crossing a line. Your home is your castle. You should feel safe as anything. You have family there. Like, I would hate to feel this house is unsafe. I've got my little one here. I've got my wife. This is my home where I can come into, lock the door, and this is my home. I can go to sleep at night knowing I'm not going to get attacked, although we've had two ants recently, and you're like, fucking, fucking, where the fuck's that come from? But this is your home. No one should ever feel unsafe in the home. And for you to do that to a family, James, get stuffed. I hope that 500,000 damages takes you a long time to pay back. Cheeky bastard. All right, some other news, which is nothing to do with courts, but is AI stuff. Right, Xbox Live, going back to Microsoft, Xbox Live will let you share voice chat clips with them to fight toxic players. So apparently Xbox Alpha Alpha Skip members are now testing a new feature that allows these players to submit appropriate voice chat. Sorry, inappropriate. Yeah, appropriate. Fuck you, that's appropriate. Snip. Um, So basically how it will work, if a player is encountering bad or toxic behavior, they submit that audio to the Xbox community standards, and basically you can record like an up to 60 second clip and submit it and they review it. So Microsoft have come out and said, we want players to feel comfortable jumping into any multiplayer chat feeling supported and welcome. If they experience or witness inappropriate conduct, they can take action. Which, okay, I get that's sunshines and rainbows and all that sort of thing. The only problem is, is that the moment that you start recording this sort of shit and sending it to somebody, it's a subjective view. And I kind of feel you're always going to get toxic players. There's, you're never going to get remove it from the world. And I kind of feel that becomes up to the person themselves not you shouldn't need big brother this is again this is my opinion you shouldn't need big brother as an oversight overreaching umbrella to basically say no that's inappropriate no that's not if you don't like what somebody says mute them mute them or block them you're if you are affected you do it don't let somebody else insert their own subjective opinion about what is or is not inappropriate uh, again I'm not condoning that sort of shit. I hate people who are like a proper toxic and just keyboard warriors. I can't stand it. Like some of the shit I've had, I've been told to go get cancer. And I was like, I'd like want to say, you say that to my face, you piece of shit. And I will literally spark you. 
I'd love to see it. People, they don't. It's keyboard warriors. So you just go, okay, you do. I'm, I don't get as sensitive. I just go, well, I'm not going to play with you anymore. I'm just going to block you. And that's what it needs to be. Just basically, if, you know, if you're not happy with what someone said, mute them, block them, delete the stuff. It's not nice to see, but if you go in with that incentive that, oh, I should never see nasty things to begin with, you, you're always going to get nasty shit. And you deal with it rather than crying to, you know, somebody, go, just delete them. You don't need someone to validate your opinion that that's inappropriate behavior. I'm not saying it is or is not, but if you just don't like it, just block them. And there's a similar thing where, again, the next new story that a new this is a new Unity product called Safe Voice is launching, and they're going to use AI to help moderators identify these problems. And this Safe Voice is going to identify things like tone, loudness, uh, emotion, pitch, and content. So I identify toxic interactions against the same sort of thing. You, as a player, don't like what someone's saying. You flag it, and the AI then starts monitoring this person to deliver a report to the human moderator. I don't like this sort of shit. Especially with AI. Jesus Christ. Don't let AI start getting involved. Because again, it becomes that, you know, the loudness. I know there's going to be other, other aspects and it's going to be on a big scale of multiple factors, but I'm a loud person. Is this considered toxic? What if I start laughing? Is that considered too loud? Like, I, te- I can tell my pl- mate, my mate Tom, who will be mentioned in a few minutes, if I play Last of Us, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to, he's like, he'd be effing and blinded at me going, get it, he's like, go get a, a gun, no, Robin Hood, bitch, Robin Hood, Robin Hood, and he'd be like, fucking hell, Danny, don't get the bow and out, no, Robin Hood, Robin Hood, and he'd be like, effing and blinded at me, does he then get pulled up? Because he'll sense his tone, his anger and frustration, I don't like it like let's be honest if i ever have a big gaming session which i'd love to get to one day we you know us and the smut squad we get to a stage where we can all start gaming together like big massive mario kart sessions i'll be like fuck you wankers the whole time you're all suck a dick but again when i get banned by the ai i just think going back to my previous point you don't like it you turn them off oh that's the bliss in it Imagine that doing Mario Kart and or you know voice chat with all the smut squad. I just turn them all off straight away. <laughs> Wankers. <laughs> Sign up for Patreon or patreon.com forward slash retro wars. Well, I will call you a wanker. Ah, Bisto. It's great, isn't it? All right, yeah, so people may say, you know, I'm being too cruel here, but I'm kind of like, I've always been saying that. I said that to my little one. If you don't like what someone says, ignore it. Move on. Don't run. You can run to the teacher, but you say, you know, they're not very nice to me. Don't just ignore them. Walk away. And just, yeah, that's always been my viewpoint in these little things. People may say I'm chatting bollocks, but again, that's just my opinion. You're entitled to your own opinion, of course. All right. Okay. Was this the last story? You know, we've got two more stories. And this is a sad one, apparently. And this probably goes down to the whole writer's strike at the moment. Genshin Impact voice actors said they've not been paid in months. Two of the top voice actors from the game have come out and basically said they haven't been paid and the studio owes them thousands. Yeah, that's not good. One guy called Brandon Winkler, I, I don't know who he is, but he said he said five emails with no response. And basically he said, like, it's inexcusable for us actors to be waiting four months when you make four eighty-six million million per month. 
And he said, unfortunately, this is an uncommon problem. That's not good. And look, you've, you've seen the shit going on with the writer's strike and the actor's strike at the moment. Yeah, I know some people are going to be going, but Hollywood actors earn millions. Yeah, the top ones do. The top ones earn shitloads. But we're not talking about them, are we? We're talking about the little guys, the ones who you know you don't see on the red carpet. What are they earning? And I think, again, I know this is a video game conversation. We're going to kind of going on a different thing. But someone just said that Bob, uh, Bob Iger earns like 300 times the lowest person. And, and you know, you can argue, all right, yeah, he is the, the chairman. Yeah, there is. But there's such a big thing from 300. And I'm 300 to zero. I'm not for a second saying he should start be earning what the lowest person earns. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not going on like that. What would you call it? No, that not Marxist, cap not capitalism. That, that, that this is basically capitalism. I can't think what the word is. You all know what I. I just can't think of that fucking type of democ government thing where we all learn the same. But you know, there's such a big disconnect, and I just want to see people get paid their worth. That's all I ever want. So I hope this gets resolved. And for Genshin Impact, the people who make that, that's ridiculous, because they are yeah, eighty six million dollars per month. If that's the case, obviously there's outgoings as well. But come on, pay your, pay your staff correctly. It's not hard, is it? Final thing. Now, I mentioned this before, and it, it, this, this warms my heart. I'd mentioned about uh, Evo and how it's becoming dominated this year by Street Fighter and how the numbers just going up. Well, I've got more numbers. It's still going up. And over, there's like, how many entrants? Like nearly 12, over 10,000. Street Fighter 6, 7,061 people. Incredible incredible now bottom of the pile is mortal Kombat with only 449 but that is number 11 so tekken 7 because it's still regularly played is 1500 it's guilty gear strive with 2400 you you wait till next year tekken 7 and mortal Kombat 1 they'll be right up there right up there so yeah dragon ball fight is less than a thousand but then again give it is it street fighter 6 there will be a new dragon ball fighters coming out at some point they will 100% but it's still there it's still getting the numbers so yeah made up for Street Fighter 6 can't wait for Evo so excited to see it oh can't wait all right that is our news section let us get into what I want to call our oh, little celebration time in celebration sector Now, Celebration Sector, it doesn't come every week. It's only when I basically want to say something really happy. And I do have something to celebrate. My best friend, um, Tom, who's one of my best men at my wedding, and his beautiful wife, Joe, have just welcomed their second baby boy into the world, Noah. He's all healthy, and I am so happy. I am very happy that their family is growing. I, he looks beautiful, mate. He looks beautiful. Uh, you, you, you've not done anything. Joe's done all the work. But I want to say congratulations to you both and for Barney as well. I really hope your family are really happy. And, mate, you know I miss you. Um, I haven't seen you. Well, I see Tom whenever I go home. We make a real effort to actually get back in touch because he lives, like, down south. I usually visit the north of England, but we will see each other. And, you know, it's like you're missing a brother. That's how it feels sometimes. And I could spend every day of my life with Tom. He's He's literally been there for me through thick and thin. And I do miss him. I miss him every day, living this side of the world. Usually, he just tells me to F off most of the time because he can't deal with my bullshit. And I don't I don't even know why he's my friend. I don't know why he picked me to be his best man at the wedding. And I was such a prick at his wedding. I, came, I did, like, she ran in dressed up as um, a mascot from his football team. 
His face is like, you're a knob. And I was like, yeah, I'm a knob. That's how I roll. But, I, you know, whether I do go back home to the UK one day, there's a possibility. And, you know, I get to see, I want to see my friends. I want to see my family. But I want to see Tom. I want to see his, I want to, you know, his little ones to play with my with my little one. And I do miss him. I miss him and his, miss him and his wife. And, yeah, you are a dickhead, my friend. I, you know, wish you all the best as always. And may, you know, sod off everyone else. This is a love letter to my friend. I don't care. But yeah, I'll see you again soon, Tom. And congratulations to you both. I really am happy for you. And yeah, I'm surprised you didn't call him um, Dixie or Dean. I'm, I'm I'm really surprised at that Everton football player. You don't all need to know. He does. But yeah, all the best to you, mate. And I miss you. There we go. Shut up. Shut up, everyone. Shut up. Nothing to do with you. Shut up. <laughs> All right, okay, let us get into our free section, which anyone could play, which is called Stick It Up, Your Jinjo. Uh So stick it up your Jinjo is our free section, which anyone can take part in. I usually put the messages up on Facebook and Twitter and let the rage begin. And this could be your successes, it could be your frustrations, and I will do my best to cover a few of them. So Matthew Lisilla said, Yakuza like a dragon chapter, sorry, Yakuza like a dragon, chapter 4, trying to sneak in the Seiyu clan. Basically, you have to buy armor and weapons, and the only way you can make money is by fighting gangs. And I keep losing, so I keep dying and running out of money to buy those items, and all three slots have to be filled. Yes, all three slots do have to be filled on a regular basis. I don't care, I'm not objecting that I made the joke. Shut up. Um, oh, Yeah, that's that point, isn't it, when you just keep losing and losing and losing, and, you, and all your resources are going. It's like a Dark Souls moment, isn't it? You die and you die and you die. I've never played the Yakuza game. So someone's going to go, oh, yeah, I know what that shit is. I know what where we are here. All I can say is that I hope that you keep getting better. I'm not going to say it's a skill issue. I'm not taking the piss. But I hope that you eventually start seeing the patterns. You start seeing the, the reflexes come to you. And you can be able to do this and achieve better. And you'll be able to actually get into the Seiyu clan. Maybe you should join the Mortal Kombat clans. Maybe the Shira Ryu. Join that clan. But just don't die like the rest of them did. That could be a thing for you. Go, go do that, Matthew. Kent Anderson says, Rise, the only game that's made me throw a controller. It was the ballest era. Drove me nuts. What the fuck's Rise? What, what game is Rise? I'm not disputing you throwing a controller. I'm not disputing how hard that game is. What the fuck's Rise? Someone's... I don't do much research. Someone tell me what's Rise. Message me. Is it hard? Is it just Kent being shite? Please let me know. Michael Stalker says, the game Fist. Oh, God, there's a few people like that, won't it? That, that feels like an objection in itself. I'm going to play Fist. Uh, the game Fist on Xbox Game Pass. I yell and scream at some of the platforming sections and then scream in joy when I get past it. Now, before any of you rude, rude fuckers, I'm not even... Stop it. Stop it. Stop it now. I yell and scream. You're not helping the cause, Michael. You're not helping me. You're not helping me. But yeah, it's shit. 
when you get a real bad platforming section. Again, I just played Bubsy 3D. I played Bubsy 3D for you. For all of you. And that platforming is disgraceful. So yeah, I can imagine when you do it, you must feel very happy. I didn't feel happy doing the Bubsy 3D sections. I can see it more as like a Crash Bandicoot when I do those platforming sections. Tough but fair, and I feel good when I do it. I yell and scream, I'm playing Fist, leave me alone. Oh my God, I'm going to hell. That's where I'm going. Again, I don't even know what Fist is. I don't know what game Fist is. Somebody tell me what the Xbox game of Fist is. See, this is the thing. You you basically say, why are you on the line and the fact you've got to say this? Because I know the smut squad are going, <laughs> that's what they'll be doing. Imagine like Napoleon Darling. <laughs> that's what they're all like now, foaming at the mouth, wondering where they can go with this. Bastards. And finally, Raging Demon says, I beat Sharon in Hades. Sharon? Sharon in Hades, and I'm proud of it. I have not got that far in Hades. So he is the shopkeeper. I didn't even know you could fight him. Obviously, you can. So obviously, Raging Demons and playing this game a lot. I do need to finish Hades. I think the problem is, is that I was playing it for so long and I got really far and I just got distracted and stopped playing it. And now I've kind of lost that muscle memory. And I've realized I need to just basically do a few more runs to get that muscle memory back. Because I was getting to the final bit before fail before doing it to game so yeah at some point i will do a modern day game review it's not i know it was a while ago but i want to get it done before hades 2 comes out because yeah i'll be really behind the eight ball if i don't do that all right thank you very much everyone for your inputs and probably going to get me done for rude comments but oh well we move on right let's get in to our final patreon game which is called survive or die hey listen Survive or Die is our little game we like to play where we have two characters, games, franchises, mechanics, anything it could be, and they are knelt before Mr. Jeffrey D. Morgan, who is standing over them with Shao Kahn's hammer, and we ask the question, which one of them should die, and which one of them should survive? I have the right answer, but I will listen to you guys, and I can be swayed, it has happened before, but I want to give you the chance. Now, as we're talking Star Ocean, we are going into the stars. I wanted to wonder, well... Thanks, HP Smart. HP Smart, you're getting Shower Khan Hammer. You just suddenly came up and go, do you want to update? Not during a recording, dickhead. I didn't even edit at that. I just left it. I was like, my confusion, like, uh, the fuck? No, I was about to say what we're going to do, and HP Smart wants to have its... Shook stupid printer as i was saying as we anyone else want to join in javascript do you want to join in zoom as we're going into the stars i wanted to look at basically star-based games so i decided to go with franchises and i went with the gears of war franchise and halo now both of them are legendary titles on the xbox but one of them is going to have its brain smashed in and one of them is going to survive another day Let's hear what you guys have been saying. A few of you wrote in, and I want to hear. Stefan says, It's Doomguy, out of nowhere, with a steel chair. What the fuck, Steph? What the f- No! Getting banned for that. We need a banning word as well. We need something for banning people who don't follow the rules, because you're not following the rules. 
Doom guy is not coming in with a steel chair. You've got to follow the rules and pick one. Bastard. Dave McGee says, if Halo stopped at three, or if Halo stopped, it meant to be, if that Halo stopped at three, this would be a win for Halo. But it didn't. Gears survived because it's a body of work, so it's so much better than Halo. Bye bye, Master Chief. Okay, I see what you mean. I see what you mean because Halo kept going on. Okay. You know, you see where you just add that one letter and it kind of makes a difference? See, that that's one of those examples. I am Ron Burgundy. I'll read whatever's on the teleprompter. I really will. Captain N says, both of these characters will get the perfect Microsoft treatment. Gears of War guy will be left on the shelf for half a decade to the anger of its fan base, and Halo will be released with a shoddy port, proving once and for all the series hasn't had the charm since Bungie left. So in order to break this down in simple terms, there is no winners here. Put Fable on this list and you'll have the perfect trifecta of why Microsoft is and always will be in third place. If I had to choose, yes you did. You've got to choose. I take up Marcus Phoenix. He's an uninteresting character in my opinion, where at least Master Chief was for a game that reshaped the landscape of gaming consoles. So you need to pick. You need to bloody... Why is no one picking the rules? Why is no one deciding? You've got to pick one. You're all cheating. This is... No. There's going to be bans. There's going to be bans. And this... Yeah, I kind of agree with you. As my anger is in, you know, coming out of my voice. That this is the reason Microsoft are failing. Because you're not doing shit with your IPs. Make good IPs leaving oh finally are you, chris is the last one is he gonna say anything i played the first game in both series gears of war was motivated was what motivated me to get a 360 whereas halo well i think it's boring plus no coltrane halo can die yeah i've heard there's an interesting character of coltrane huh coltrane let's say like robbie coltrane um halo so i've not played gears i've played halo one and two Hmm, which one? So this is a hard one. But you know what? I am going to let Halo die. I am going to let Halo die for the simple reason there are other shooters available to me. And I want to play Gears of War. I, I think Gears of War looks so interesting. And I want to give that a real go. It looks like it's got better characters. And from what I hear, Coltrane is an absolutely amazing character. And if you give me a game with a good character, I mean, I, I can be bought just by that alone. But from the looks of it, the story of... Um, the story of the Gears of War looks really decent. Now, that's not to say the Microsoft's Halo series isn't really good, but again, the moment when you saw the flood for the first time was freaking epic, like absolutely quality, because I had no idea that was even coming, and it was brilliant, but I just feel I want to play the Gears of War series. Like I said, I will do that for the show one day, but I need to get a 360. I need to find a 360 from somewhere that freaking works. That's going to be my problem, isn't it? Finding a 360 that freaking works. If anyone's got links to one without me paying up the arse to get one, that'd be great. Or let me borrow your 360. Don't send it if you're coming from America. Please don't do that. So, right, that is it. Um, so, Mr. Dean Morgan is going to be smashing Halo and the whole, literally getting every Halo game and smashing it with the hammer. There we go. That is it. So thank you all for your thoughts. I really appreciate that. All right. What have I been up to? Um, so I didn't say it the other week because I actually got COVID. And it was, it was like, I just put a shortened episode out. I had the day before taken the Mrs. Horse riding. And we went to Hunter Valley. It's about an hour north. Um, about an hour and a half from the Hunter Valley. 
And it, was, it wasn't the fact that I, I basically just stayed in the car and just played Fire Emblem. But what was I was interesting and made me laugh was that there were kangaroos everywhere. Like, there were kangaroos, like, unfortunately dead on the road. And at one point, we just saw two kangaroos that were just sitting there on the road. It's like, fucking move, dickheads. It's like, I can see why you get hit by cars. And then at one point, as we were driving, a kangaroo jumped in the path of the car and I had to kind of swerve out the way. Holy shit. I was like, you suicidal bastards. And then to make things even worse, at one point there was just a cow in the middle of the road. I was like, what is going on? I I asked him, you all right, mate? You want to be on the podcast? Then he ran away. True story. He ran away when I asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast. The wife recorded it as well. I was like, ha, that's funny. But yeah, it was just like animal central. I was like, what is this place? I was like, please don't write my car off. And then this week we went to Disney on Ice. Do you know what? It was so much fun. We took the little one. She was all dressed up as Belle. And we went to the Kudos Bank Arena. Um, and it was her first little, her first stadium, first arena thing. So much fun. I, You know, you may think, oh, it's boring. No, I had a great time. They were, the stunts were great. Two people fell over on the ice, which I always like, yes. I love Disney because those who don't know, when the first time I went to Disney on Ice last year, I had pneumonia. Like, we didn't know at the time, but I was like, kill me. I was like, everyone's like dancing around to Moana, you know, going, you're welcome. And I wanted to be one of those parents dancing around because I'm a horrible human being and just bellend. But I was like, kill me, kill me now. But this time I was able to fully get involved, singing along, dancing along. So I had a great time. Probably more than my daughter, to be honest. But oh, it was all good fun. All right, so what have I been playing? We are getting to it. What have I been playing? Strictly, I've been playing Fire Emblem Engage. That is what I've been playing. I've nearly finished because I'm about to start a new Fire Emblem. I say new, an old one, because Keegs has asked me to go back and cover one. So I'll be doing that soon, very recently. And I've got a few days, few days to play Duck Dodgers for the N64. <sighs> Not looking forward to that one. But it got asked of me. I will play it. So I'm going to be probably booting that up probably today. Put Fire Emblem down. I try and play Fire Emblem at work as well. So I can't play Duck Dodgers at work and play Duck Dodgers here. So yeah. Oh, God. That's just going to be shy, isn't it? That's going to be freaking terrible. So I've got that to finish before before Friday. I've got to get that done. So yeah, I've got to get that finished. All right. Okay. We have been talking a lot. We have been talking a lot. But we now need to get into our game of Star Ocean. Now, as I said, I played this back in the day. Uh, I love the art style. I love the anime work. It was my sort of game. It looked cool, the action rpg But did I like it going back and, you know, kind of going, well, on second, you know, thoughts, is it a good game or not? I let you guys over on Patreon sign off and give you your views. So Captain N says, Star Ocean was an Enix game. It was. Uh, and after merging with Square to form what's now Square Enix, they've released, they released the game. I couldn't agree more insightful and chris copling says i tried to play this once i think captain n makes a great point no he doesn't doesn't make a good point and then dave mcgee says never played it brilliance brilliance this is the input i get this is what i asked for join patreon where you could basically give random insights and i will read them out on the air fantastic thanks for your insight into the game you three really appreciate that all I can say is, thank God I've got my guest Nido. King Nido, thank you very much. Because if I didn't have his input in this game, I'd have nothing and I'd be talking to myself. 
as I said, King Nido, he makes his debut on appearance, and I hope he comes on more and more and more, because we have a good little chat. But let us get into this. It is time to do some Star Ocean, so I'm going to put some music on. And when I come back, me and King Nido are going to be talking about Star Ocean till the end of time, which came out for the PlayStation 2 in Europe on October the 1st, 2004. Fuck me! I'm old. Making his debut to our show, a long-awaited friend of mine who I've known since I started YouTube back in the day, a long time ago, is Nido17, the man who loves the Nido King. How are you, buddy? What's going on, brother? Doing good, man. How about yourself? Oh, not too bad. It's been... We've been trying to set this up behind the scenes for so <laughs> freaking long. It has been a freaking criminal, to be honest. It's been farcical how, how hard it's been to set this up. I know for sure like it yeah it <laughs> but hey man better late than never right true I think the closest we had because I was in it was I was in the gold I was in Queensland and I was messaging him I was like right we're gonna get this right we're gonna get this 100% right and then it starts and then when we get to bedtime you messaged me at 5am I was like no it's 6 but then you had an, a, a time change I was like oh for fuck's sake so next, <laughs> and then later I had a time change it was like for Fucking daylight saving bollocks. <laughs> it's just been a freaking nightmare. I know, dude. It's hey, but like I said, man, better late than never. We're here. We're ready to roll. We are. We are. And we're talking about a game you wanted to do. You said, yeah, I want to do that one. And it's Star Ocean, which is Star Ocean 3, but it's Star Ocean till the end of time. Now, I had played this. I got this quite early on when it came out because I'm not going to lie, that box art is absolutely amazing. The box art's amazing. I had the guidebook for it. And it, it is one of the best looking book artworks I've seen. Definitely for PS2 in a long time. Yeah, I love Star Ocean until the end of time, dude. It was actually my second... I can't remember if it was my first or second RPG I ever played on PlayStation 2. I can't remember if I played Final Fantasy X before it or Kingdom Hearts. But, yeah, it was up there. And me and my neighbor, who's one of my best friends growing up, uh, we played that game for, like, 70 hours. I mean, it was... Oh, oh yeah. wow. So you've put some hours into this, haven't you? Jesus, that's 70 hours. That's a lot of hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. So uh, I can understand the love. You've got a lot of nostalgia for this game then, haven't you? Yeah, I haven't played the game in a really long time, though. It's definitely been a minute. But um, I still remember quite a bit because I just put so much time into it. So, <laughs> Yeah, when you put 70 hours into it, that shit's ingrained in your brain. I think I, I oh, remember yeah, like man. there was a Pokemon game. I think it was Diamond and Pearl. Not Di Yeah, it was Diamond and Pearl. I think I had Diamond. I put nearly 300 hours into that. That was stupid. The amount of time I did do it. Just breeding. That's all I used to do was breed, breed Pokemon. I was like, fucking hell. I needed, I needed a life back then. I needed, I needed a girlfriend. That's what I needed. <laughs> I think we all did. <laughs> <laughs> now, there is a plot 
because it is a Star Ocean, yet as yet it's a big RPG. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Let's just because I didn't finish this as a kid, I did not finish it. So the plot is, it's a bit all over the place. So you're in space, you're on a space holiday, and because of an incident where this space satellite gets attacked, you end up on a random planet. And it's kind of the Star Trek thing because that planet you land on is nowhere near technologically advanced as your you are, so you can't use technology, right? And then you end up meeting this guy called Cliff. And then from there, you then fly off to another planet and crash. And basically, that's where you spend the majority of the game on the second planet because you're involved in like this medieval civil war. And that's basically the plot until like the, the end of it where it just gets absolutely fucked up the arse. Yeah, it's like they kind of, I don't want to say they like ran out of... Maybe the script ended and they're like, hey, let's, we don't really know how we want to end this because I don't know if they, if they had planned on 100% doing a sequel for the game or not. Um, I know the Japanese audience had a lot of gripes with the game because it came out pretty buggy, um, unfinished, I guess, so to speak. And so they ended up coming out with a newer edition in 2003, like a, definitive edition or something that you would equate to now whatever you would call that now um and that that got raving reviews um people oh, love really? that one much better people love that one see because that's the thing i i struggled to get through this i enjoyed it early on but then it just became such a bit of a a slog i think that's the the, the best way i'd put it because it's an rpg uh, but it's kind of more like, a, I don't know, is it, it's like an RPG, but it's got action RPG elements because while you go into like, you know, these random battles, the characters run around. You can give you can give them commands, but they're kind of running around the battlefield at the same time because it's a huge battlefield and they're just off doing their own thing. And I was like, okay, they're off. Where are they going? I don't know. And you can you can kind of hit multiple attacks. It's it's just, You only control one character at a time, really, don't you? Yeah, I mean, to really, like, focus on the combat, because once you start doing so much damage, there's just so much shit going on on the screen, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? So you eventually just pick one character. Like, I used to pick Albel, and I would just... He just did so much damage, and he was so fast. So he was definitely, like, my favorite character to use. Um, he was a hidden character, so you had to do X, Y, and Z to get him. Yeah. But if you did... Phew, him and Cliff, dude. If you can just get him, Cliff, and Sophia, yeah, that that that's a wrap. That's really all you need. Yeah, because I think yes, the the damage is like I'm looking at a screenshot here again. I didn't get that far. The HP of the characters is like forty thousand, fifty thousand. I'm like Jesus Christ. It it gets to that sort of level, and you are right. Once you get to a certain stage, there's so much damage going on and you're better off controlling a character now you can do like strong attacks and normal attacks and strong attacks like break their defenses the enemy's defenses and then you can do even more damage and i think the problem i had um with the the combat was that as you said there's so much shit going on you get to the stage where you can't see a fucking thing i'm like what the fuck is going on the camera's all over the place i'm like what the fuck what is going on? Where am I? Yeah. What should yeah, I be I doing? I was not a fan of the camera navigating side to side for you, almost like some kind of ghetto platformer. Um, I was 
I wasn't crazy about that. Um, it was it was workable, it was doable, but yeah, they definitely could have could have done better there for sure. Um, and with the amount of shit going on on the screen, it's just wild. That's kind of what I'm worried about with Final Fantasy 16, to be honest, because there's a lot going on there too. Um, it's just it obviously looks different, but yeah, that that was definitely one of my critiques as well. I definitely don't claim till the end of time to be some kind of goaded game, but for me, uh, there's a lot of nostalgia and memories with it that are tied into it. But on top of that, when you consider the games that were out on PlayStation Two at that time, like till the end of time was one of the earlier RPGs that came out for the PS Two. Yeah, and you add that one in with Final Fantasy X and Kingdom Hearts, and it's definitely a top. RPG on that console and, and there's so many RPGs on PS2 like that's obviously highly debatable but for me it made the top five for me for PS2 PS2 is one of the greatest consoles of all time and uh, yeah just oh, with I the li- fucking library that's on there it's crazy but yeah for sure I, I, I loved I love Star Ocean and ironically enough though I haven't played another Star Ocean since I really like, really played one at all because because yeah, then the new ones just come out wasn't it Came yeah, out well I just I tried playing Last recording. Hope. I tried playing the demo for the one that came out on PS4, PS5 just very recently. I can't remember the name of it. Um, I just, I just didn't like it. Like it's very like, I don't know. I don't know if I've outgrown the idea, or I just didn't like it. I don't know. I I, I told myself I'll play it at some point probably, but yeah, I haven't played one since. Yeah, see, this is this is the sad thing. Uh, I make no apology. Uh, maybe no, I should apologize because you obviously have big, you know, big hard on for this, and I'm about to just shit all over it because, yeah, those people who like Star Ocean till the end of time don't expect me getting good review from me. I I've got so many problems with this game. I know I've just ranted about the combat, but that's that's only a small gripe. I have with this game a fucking small gra- and I can say this because I put shit tons of hours into this game shit tons because let's say about the combat right here's what's stupid if you use abilities it uses your HP that's fucking stupid <laughs> so you can kill yourself using abilities and you've got MP if so basically, your MP, I should say, if your MP, your magic, whatever, reaches zero, you die. <laughs> That's stupid. Why? Why is that a thing? Why is why is that not? I've never seen any RPG that does that. Oh, my magic's oh, gone. No, I, I, di- I die now. No. I got one almost as good. Almost as good. So Kingdom Hearts 2, if you use Cure... It takes up all of your MP and you can't do shit for like five minutes. Well, that's like, not as die, bad. But you have you to might, use it. You have you to have, use cure. Then you have to use an item, an ether or whatever. Get your MP back. Heal again. Or just use an Like to me, that to me that is senseless stupidity. Like at okay, least that's clunky. For, that's clunky bollocks. Yeah, yeah it is. It, it's That's one of my critiques of Kingdom Hearts too. But like with that with what you're talking about at least that was like the developer's intent and you obviously can choose whether or not to like it or to like it and you obviously definitely don't like it i don't want to say that i love it either let's let's be honest like it, but i mean like any other game it, it causes you to be strategic right so you have to know how much hp and mp you're using that type of thing 
Um, so, you know, you navigate around it and that's kind of what sucks, right? You shouldn't have to navigate around X mechanic to Correct. play the game or enjoy it or finish it. Right. So I definitely get it, but I got, I got so used to it, especially when, with cliff doing so much damage. If you get the right weapons and stats and stuff on your characters, whatever HP you're giving up to use really doesn't mean shit because if you have Sophia there, she can just heal you know hers are very limited in terms of exhaustion and what it takes to actually use her abilities so um i don't know i didn't think that was too bad i think it is stupid i will agree with you that. I think it's kind of, it doesn't add anything to the game right like it doesn't immerse you it really just pisses you off and i don't like mechanics yeah. that just kind of piss people off you know <laughs> oh there's, there's so many things that piss me off like there's a there's a system in here right which is basically called the Oh, bonus battle gauge right and basically when you beat enemies this bonus battle gauge gets up and if it gets to the top right you basically enter a bonus battle and then you can get loads of extra experience items and shit like that but if you receive like a critical hit from an enemy so a strong hit that's the end of bonus battle and you're like you fucker because i'll tell you now you need that bonus battle because it gets you have to grind in this game this is a grindy bastard oh jesus christ this is, i'm playing breath of fire at the moment this is a grindy bastard it is a it is a very grindy game and you know that and that's just mentioning the one part that you're including i mean if you if you include customization and crafting weapons and stuff i mean there's there's so much shit that you need oh, I'm not, to really I'm not do even right start thing. crafting crafting you need a whole fucking guide for that you need a whole fucking <laughs> I, I had a guidebook thank god and even that sometimes I'm like that's not even enough I need help what am I doing what, how how is this shit working Jesus you, you are there was so much shit to do I was like oh my god game just give me a chance to freaking breathe stop putting all these mechanics bollocks here's where I can appreciate it though nowadays if you go to download a game with that much content you gotta download four fucking updates. You gotta open the game, plug it in. Then you gotta download the the game of the game to fucking play it. And then you yeah. beat the game. It's like thirty hours. Then you gotta buy fucking DLC just to be yes. able to enjoy X, Y, and Z. Like I sound like such an old asshole right now, but like I really just wish you could plug a fucking game in and play it and call it a day. Like like the old this shit yeah, they got out the- now. Like the new Star Wars game is one hundred and forty-seven gigabytes, dude. What? You have- <laughs> just fucking like regular internet that shit is you're gonna open it get all excited and it's gonna take you half a fucking day to play this shit do you, do you remember those days like you, you, these kids listening to this show will be like you know you don't understand the dial-up days you know when we use dial-up internet it's like you know what the fifth. update was you take the fucking cd out you clean it with some windex and then you keep it moving there's your update <laughs> or you or we all did it we blew in it and <laughs> yeah yeah and it goes like a blown into a fucking cooch or something you know it's yeah like, we all did it I don't care what anyone says and it says don't do it we all did it it was the way to solve our problems and we put it in and it fixed the game and that was it we had no problems with it if it was buggy as shit we dealt with it that was it yeah we dealt with it <laughs> Jesus there were no Christ. updates there were no patches but you know games were also finished back then like yeah they were I know we're, we're kind of getting off on a tangent here but long story short like I appreciated the fact that you could pop the fucking game in and you know, they put it on two discs. They did do that. Right. So there's still that kind of going on even today with final fantasy seven remake. They're actually just making a second game 
and it's not mm-hmm. really a collection. So they're kind of doing it differently, but same concept, right? So um, I would even be okay with that. Just put two Blu-ray discs in a, in a fucking um, package and ship it out. But instead, then because they're fucking cheap bastards, they don't want to send you two discs. They just want to say, oh, here's a fucking server update. Oh, by the way, if our servers go down, you're fucked. Yeah, you. But, well, that's the thing. I imagine now because everything's going di- digital, it's going to get to a stage where the game uh, it's all going to go. No, no, we we can't manage. Fucking that 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 day day is that the the Jedi? Oh, I was going to say the Jedi. I want to call it is what is it? The Force Awakens or some bollocks like that with that new ginger kid? Is it the one? <laughs> yeah, some bullshit like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. Do you know what? Do you know what? Again, I feel sorry for this game because it could have had so much potential, but I've got so many things I need to bitch about. And the last thing I'm going to bitch about, okay, it really bitch about, which makes no fucking sense, um, is the story. Now, again, the spoilers in here. It's a very old game. This game came out in 2004. (laughs) So literally you've had your chance. It's nearly 20 years old, right? So the, the crew basically go on into space eventually everything when it comes to anime and it, it always ends in space right so they end up going to fight people and you meet basically this 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 guy who basically says like this is a huge fucking spoiler by the way that you the characters are just processed data and you jumped <laughs> out into the real world like what the fuck what's the absolute fuckity fuck so your well, you got to remember, is... F- Fate's dad was a scientist. So oh, oh, that makes it clear. Brilliant. <laughs> he essentially, he essentially went Hojo from Final Fantasy VII on your ass, and uh, <laughs> put digital. You're basically human Digimon. <laughs> we are basically yeah. That's it. Fuck me. Yeah, I didn't even think we are Digimon. Literally, this world is all Digimon, and the Digimon come out and. With Digimon, I never questioned that shit. How did Data jump out of the world? Fuck me, yeah. Because I put in my notes, what, what the fuck, how does Data jump out? Digimon do it. And I never questioned that shit. So why am I questioning it with Star Ocean? And the thing is, all the characters just kind of go, oh, we're just Data. Okay, moving on. I was like, what the fuck? I'd be having, if someone said to me now, all you are is Data, I'd be having this excess, I'd be having a crisis. I'd be like, melting in my mind but they're like okay move on like, yeah be pulling fuck? a sephiroth burning the whole village down you'd be pulling a se- yeah you'd be full-blown pulling a sephiroth going getting a gta style life you fucking would and also <laughs> this is again this is a spoiler for anyone who's played star ocean 2 does that mean that star ocean 2 they're all fucking bollocks because this is a sequel 400 years in the future but it's still a sequel to star ocean 2 they're just fucking developing just data and then you go on beat the development developer and you just go oh, just crack on we live on now bullshit bull fucking shit you'd be losing your mind i just just know who thought yeah, that was I'm a good idea with you too. i don't i don't fully 100 percent remember the story because and the reason for that is because when you put so, like like we said earlier there's so much shit to do in this game and like there is. you can easily go do something and completely forget what the fuck you were doing. You're like, um, where, where was I? And then you hop back in the story and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. So I have this destruction power that I was giving to me. I'm some kind of demigod, and <laughs> I can just destroy shit whenever I want to. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it it's definitely not perfect. I mean, 
It's it's definitely not. There's a lot of fucking plot holes. It's like, okay, well, where did Fate's dad give the ability to do this shit from? And where is Sophie's parents? Why? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could go down a serious rabbit hole with the plot. I mean, we, we, that should be, this should be a whole DLC episode from this show on its own merits. Basically me just ripping this thing an arsehole of its plot oh, yeah. bollocks. There you go. Patreon content. Uh, Patreon members can see the exclusive fucking rant about Star Ocean until the end of time story plot for no, an hour. Do you know what? Cause... Do you know what? I, I, let's give me an idea. That's going to be a DLC plot plot hole bollocks in games. There we go. <laughs> this is freaking in there. It's freaking number one. And, freaking Digimon and let's be bollocks honest, my we, ass. And you know what? We I, really I'm... could. Like with Kingdom Hearts, you want to jump down that plot, that plot rabbit hole? You mean... That is a clump of fucks if I have ever seen a storyline. I mean, when you're talking about what game you play in order, um, I mean, holy shit, you could go on a Kingdom Hearts story uh, discussion for hours. I mean, Jeez. arguing back and forth, this does this and that. I don't know what was going on with the PlayStation 2 era. If they if they just decided they were going to hire Steven Spielberg to write all their fucking plots, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Get fucking Steven Spielberg in here. He'll sort yeah, that I shit out. Yeah, I blame Steven Spielberg and Zack Schneider. I blame all of them. Oh, it. oh yeah. Why they all came in? They had Zack Schneider. They had Bill Gates. They had you know Steven Spielberg. Then uh, don't forget. Jay- um, uh, uh, what you call it? Um, Shemeling, Star Trek. The reason we even got the game. It, do you know what? You know, I was just thinking. I, I said I was gonna go easy. I'm not. I'm carrying on ramp because do you know what else? I was fucking pissed off about here and. I didn't realize this at the time, but I do now, right? The the voice acting in this game is fucking atrocious, right? It's absolutely atrocious. The lines are shit. The delivery is shit. Everything about the, the freaking editing is shit. Whoever directed these characters needs fucking slapping across the head, right? But I thought, hang on, because I, I went back and watched a bit of a, like a recap, and I, rec- I was like, I recognize some of these voices. Where do I know some of these voices from? And I went through them, and I was like, hang on. Fate is Neji from um, Naruto. Cliff is Kakashi from Naruto. Sophie and Rukia is Shichi from Super Dragon Ball Super. And Nell and Yoichi is Bulma from Dragon Ball Super. They're not shit voice actors. They're not shit voice actors. They know what they're doing. So what the fuck is the voice acting in this game? So shit reason. Fuck, I, fuck this I game. Standard, I think standards were much lower. And mixing the games and creating them were just too fresh like final fantasy 10's voice acting is also terrible like in terms of syncing the words with the lips pretty bad um yeah. 10 did get the emotions of the game right which is you know pulls pulls at your heartstrings type thing they did good on it that does, like even kingdom I, hearts i cried kingdom hearts that voice acting was yeah i mean it was basically ash ash catching running around with little dark people everywhere you know pulling at their ass <laughs> and shit like Kingdom Hearts didn't have the best voice acting either, but it, it's just a victim of the era, I think, honestly. Because, like you said, they had big names doing those voices, and it just fell short. Do you know what? I, I I will. I haven't done Kingdom Hearts yet. I played that growing up. I do. I still have my copy of that sunk back in England. It did. I still have my Star Ocean back in England. I didn't sell my PS2 games, um. So I still have that. And one oh, day I I will play Kingdom Hearts for the show. I will, and I. Will, when I'm, someone wants it, if someone wants it, they, they can have it, and I will play Kingdom Hearts. I just need some time to do it, but I will do it. And they're amazing fucking games. Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, Birth by Sleep, Dream Drop Distance, 358 in two days. Those are the games you need to play. There's a See, fuck ton of side games. 
I wouldn't play Kingdom Hearts 3. I would just skip it all together. It was absolute garbage. Ten years to wait for that piece of shit game. Good lord. <laughs> so, like, Nido has already booked himself in for Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2, so expect uh, those episodes in the future. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I, I, man, those games, Kingdom Hearts 1 was not perfect. Kingdom Hearts 2 is literal perfection. From... So, I will play it. I will play it again. I, I, I promise. Oh, that's my alarm. So, this is because I was going to go back to bed. After <laughs> so we were like, ah, fuck it, he's not coming. Oh shit, go back to bed. Oh no, shit, already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say, all right, positives. I will say about this. I do like the character designs. I think they're cool. I think the character designs are pretty cool. I like that anim- anime style, the aesthetic. Um, the the name, of the main character is a bit shit. Fate Lion God. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. That's, that's yeah, the worst name to, ever. He's almost like a. JRPG version of Squall, like the hair yeah. they gave him and shit. Like it's kind of like kind of who, or they just really didn't. They ran out of like character design things. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna look at Xenosaga and we're just gonna call us, you know, make his hair blue and call it a fucking day. You know, yeah, like, that's kind of how day. it is with all JRPGs though. Like that's why I'm not a huge JRPG fan. Like in terms of playing games like Tales of Arise and like games like that because all the characters just got too much fucking shit going on. Like, they got giant fucking legs with shit coming out of them. Their fucking hair is like, <laughs> you know, 40 layers too long, deep. You know, like, I, I don't need all that shit. You know, I just like, Cloud is very simplistic, right? Yellow hair, yeah. spiky. Squall is very yeah. simplistic. Brown hair. Yeah, he's a little pretty boy, but whatever. Sephiroth, long gray hair. Got it. Like, we don't need big titties. Okay, that's a thing for JRPGs. But we don't need, like these exuberant designs to make them stand out let's just kind of simplify it right like that's what i don't like about jrpgs a lot of the characters are not memorable to me um no i'm not talking about final fantasy i'm not talking about your more mainline games i mean like games like star ocean games like tales of arise i've never heard one person say all the tales of arise main character oh my god i love like you know what i mean (laughs) because it's all fucking hack and slash um beautiful environments which is all good. That's that's fine. I'm not hating on that. I'm just saying it's not for me when it comes to like character design. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, look, that's that's fair enough. And to be fair, there's there's the only characters I actually the only show's character I like is, is Cliff. And he's kinda like uh, this big, huge, gruff man, and he's just basic design. I like him. He's he sticks out for me. Um because he's like he was one of the main people I, I followed and he's also a saiyan because his gravity his gravity on his home planet is four times the size of earth so that's why he's super strong so basically he's a saiyan i don't know someone's gonna go but saiyans had 10 times i fucking know i know don't be on me for that but yeah i didn't i didn't mind i don't mind anime design sometimes but yeah i think only cliffs stands out for me um and maybe nell because i thought they were pretty cool but the characters themselves, what was really annoying about this was like, you've got so many, you've got about 10 characters, but they're not all acquirable throughout the game. And you have to do certain things to, you know, basically jump this fucking bollock hoop to get that character. And the game doesn't explicitly tell you how to get that character. And I know it's, 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 it, as I found out, it's encouraging multiple playthroughs because there's multiple endings. But would you want to do this isn't a game in my opinion you'd want to do multiple endings and multiple no. playthroughs to get these endings and these different characters I just think that's a bit fucking annoying that's why back then I bought I bought strategy guides for games because 
that was the only way I was going to be able to stay on track and understand what the fuck was going on. Like you got to remember Correct. my attention span at 14 or whatever, however, however old I was, was yeah. not like it is now. Like I can fully comprehend a story. Remember what was going on, care to know what was going on, go do X, Y, Z, hop back in and play. And I remember what's going on when I was 15 or whatever. I just wanted to fuck shit up, you know, make some badass weapons and kind of understand what was going on. So if I were to go back and play the game now, I don't know how I feel about it. I kind of don't want to for that reason. Like I may end up coming up with your sentiment where it's like, wow, this game fucking sucks. You know, and I, <laughs> I don't want to ruin my childhood. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I know. And some people are going to be writing into me going, I love this game. Shut up. It's the best game ever. And don't get me wrong. You know, some people are going to get a good thing. That I said, there's a big story. It's, it's a fucking mess, but now you've made it Digimon style. I kind of not as offended as I could have been fucking digimon what a way to put that but there's a lot post game as well like if you want to go into this and you want challenge jesus christ there is a challenge like the fight there is stupid super bosses in this game and they do so much damage like it's it's mental how the super like i've watched the super bosses i'm like what the fuck that's just silly it's just stop it now it's just ridiculous it's yeah stupid. it's one of those games where there's just senseless damage that they can... It's almost like, why is this a thing? Like, yeah. my HP guy only goes up so fucking high, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, but I'll I mean, just I'll just kill you in one, and you're not even going to see me doing it because it's off screen somewhere. Oh, actually, I've just realized there's two more things I'm going to shit on. Um, One is... I love it's the shit on. One's the map, because it's a freaking mess. You have to discover the map and you're <laughs> walking around trying to fill it out. And when it gets to 100%, you get an item. And it's like you've got 100% this thing. But you're like looking at the map going, I've missed this tiny little dot. It's like, oh, you are fucking kidding. So you've got to walk in a certain angle to fill up the map. It's like, oh, my God. What the... Why is that? Who thought that was a good idea? Yeah, and honestly, I I got nothing for that because I really don't remember 100% the details of the map. Um, you have to you have to walk around and as you're basically walking around the maps filling up i know a lot oh, of other yeah. games have okay. done this but if you want 100 percent the game you've got to go fill out the map and so you've got to walk to every single spot so it could mean walk to the corner of this bit and it's like eh, really and yeah the you know Digimon what i that way too yeah did you play cyber yeah. sleuth yeah exactly yeah they did that sort of that way and you know what I was and that's saying unacceptable before. for the Digimon games because that shit came out on PS4 and Switch. Like that shit is unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, well, but look, I I have the Digimon games to go through at some point, so I'm looking forward. To, well, ish, I like Digimon, so that maybe the, the thought of liking Digimon will help me. But this, yeah, Cyber Sleuth you know, One and Two are very good. That's what I've got. That's what I've got to play. Um, so I have got to play them. But we're saying before you saying there's a challenge. There is a dungeon, right? Is it a 211th floor dungeon? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I remember reading that in the guidebook, and I just passed. Yeah. Two I'm like, nah, bro. I don't have the time. Who, who's got the time? Like, maybe as a kid, fair enough. Like, I was 17 when this came out. Then, yeah, I may have the time. Who would have that time now? Like, that's like going no, I, on a, a quest by themselves. That's why I can't play games like that anymore, because, like, MMOs especially, I can't play those games anymore because it just takes too much fucking time. Like, I definitely can 
make the time, right? But like, if I'm gonna sacrifice sleep to play a game, that game better be fucking good. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. You know how it is. You got kids. If you're gonna sacrifice sleep, that motherfucker better be on point. Like, you better Final respect Fantasy my Remake, time. I lost a lot of sleep playing Seven Remake for sure because it was worth yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, back then, dude. I don't remember what I was doing in that game. I just remember doing so fucking much fighting super bosses. I don't, I, I do remember getting to the point in the guidebook where it's like, Oh, challenge the dungeon. I'm like the dungeon. You mean like the nine <laughs> 11 of dungeons, dude, like this fucking, it's like the empire state building, how big this son of a bitch is. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to go through all that. And then if you die, nah, bro, what you start back on level one. I don't remember, but Nah, you ain't sending me back down that elevator. You ain't no fucking way. Nope. Well, the Empire State Building um, is 102 floors, so it's double the Empire State Building. Um, And the Twin Towers was 110 stories each. So it's just shy of hot fucking hell. You could put... So if you put both of the Twin Towers on top of each other, you're 10... This is 10 floors short. What's that one in Dubai? That is it the biggest building. Um, is it is it to build is it to build it is Dubai, isn't it? Um eight hundred how many yeah, it's eight hundred and thirty meters. So that's a hundred and sixty stories, right? Okay. That's not even big enough to be this thing. <laughs> yeah. That's they just stupid. did the most. I I wanna know what their budget was for that game. There's a good, yeah, they don't have, I can't use, you don't usually have those facts on Wikipedia. Uh, there will be somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's, again, if you want a game with a, cha- I said a challenging game, and you like the style of combat here, you'll, you'll go nuts, because there's so much, there is so much for you to do here. It's a big game, you ain't finishing this in a few hours, it's a massive game. But I just found it, I said, the combat just be i think if the combat wasn't as grindy as it was that was what was doing it for me because it gets to a stage where you need to start leveling up because the damage they're doing is getting so high you need to grind and i understand that's a thing of rpgs i do get that but when the grind just becomes so much of an arse i'm like that's not good that's not a good game like Dragon well, Warrior had that, but I didn't mind Dragon Warrior Dragon Quest because it was quite good fun to do. But this is an ass to do. Well, and if you think about games back then too, like I'm gonna say like prominent PS2 games, Final Fantasy X, for example, probably greatest of all time on PS2, like was very grindy as well. Like fighting the Dark Aeons, the Dark Aeons were a good lord man like that yeah the dark aeons thing. you know what i'll accept that right to get to the stage where you can fight the dark aeons i spent a lot of time in the dun in like the beast seller thing but however yeah, well, and if that was if you just went into the omega weapon dungeon and you had to grind in that dungeon no, because those are the oh, high I didn't level do that. enemies oh i didn't do that i just went to the dungeon keeper and did it that way oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, but I games my back time. then were grindy. Kingdom Hearts One was very grindy. Kingdom the, Hearts Two the, was very grindy. Um, but the thing is, though, if you want to do that's if you want to do the latest stuff, even with Final Fantasy Ten, right? I'll defend that because, in the sense of, you want to do the Dark Aeons and stuff. That's the super bosses. Go nuts! Have, you know, you 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 do your grind. But if you're just playing the game normally, the game sends you on a direction that's quite nice. 
yeah. and you you essentially you'll get to the level you need to be and you you finish it and it's fine but in this you have to grind to complete the story <laughs> like massively grind and that i disagree with games shouldn't make you massively grind unless you are really under leveled to make you finish the story final fantasy 10 did a really good job of just basically keeping you where the pace where the plot is your level will coincide and be fine this is ridiculous. This is essentially a breath of fire. This is a Dragon Quest problem. And again, but people could argue, well, you know, this is the game you had. I think if it was maybe the modern day now, they wouldn't do that. But this is a game you expected. And I think they were hoping you to use the bonus thing to get your experience up. But because you could lose your bonus triple experience thing so easily, it was like, fuck. Now I've got to build that up again, and that's not easily build up again either. That takes ages to do. It was just a bit of a mess in all sorts, really. Yeah, it takes it takes a lot of time, right? Like to to get those bonuses, keep them. It really forces you to almost perfect the combat, so you're not driving yourself nuts trying to accumulate these bonuses time and time and time again because you're losing them, getting hit. Yeah. Um, and I wish I could list off some examples of like items and stuff. I, I like I said, I haven't played the game in so fucking long. I couldn't tell you weapon names or anything, but um, yeah, the the game forces you to do a lot to progress through the main story at times. And probably I would say like three fourths of the way through, as you're getting toward the end, that's when it's like. And if you didn't pick up some of the hidden characters, like Albel, for example, um, mm. yeah, you're gonna fucking struggle, bro. Like. Yeah, you will. You're gonna struggle, you... even if you craft the best weapons. If you're not grinding, you're gonna struggle, and that's just yeah. That's how that game is built, and you either love it or you hate it. And I would say like I'm in the middle, um, on it because like it made me strategize a lot, but at the same time it was need. I think it was like needless strategy, you know. I wouldn't ever really promote an HP loss damage system. I don't like no. games like that either. Um, Final Fantasy VIII had some abilities where it's like, or like Final Fantasies in general, where you use like darkness abilities, you know, so you use HP to do damage. Um, yeah. So it's not like Star Ocean was the first one to do that, but it was a staple of that game. Um, the other games that do that, it wasn't center focus, you know. So, yep, it's definitely a learning curve, and if that if you don't have the patience for it, you're not going to like the game. No, I, do you know what I do like though is like you you you, you said you you know you give me one or two camps you either gonna hate it or you're gonna love it but I'm in the middle. <laughs> yep, because I look at it objectively, right? Like after, especially since I haven't played it in so long, I I, I don't really have a um, recent memory of that game um, in terms of like if it was frustrating, would it frustrate me now? You know, it's 15 years later, but. Um, I think I can be in the middle there because now I can appreciate it knowing what we know now about games as opposed to what we knew then when we were 15, which was, okay, games have two, three discs that have a lot of content. We're in for a fucking ride here, and we get to decide whether or not we like that ride or not. And, you know, people can argue Final Fantasy VIII had four fucking discs on it, you know? Yeah, And disc one was really just, okay, it's like spoilers, Squall fights Ida. You, you you fail disc two. <laughs> I mean, like the pacing of games back then was very strange because of the multiple disc system. Legend of Dragoon was the same way on PS one. Um, so yeah, just a weird era for gaming in general when it comes to story pacing. But to your point, Final Fantasy ten one game did it very well. One game, one disc. Final Fantasy twelve I... did a good job too. 
yeah, Final, yeah, Final Fantasy XII did a good job. And there'll be elements, again, some people will be after my blood after this episode because, like, why didn't you fucking like this? Because I fucking didn't like it, did I? <laughs> and I've not played another Star Ocean since, and I know there are earlier ones, and I will one day. You know, this show's not going anywhere, right? We're still in our infancy. We're still in year two. We're not going anywhere. So there's plenty of time for me to go back or go forward and play another Star Ocean, and maybe I'll like it. But this one is getting dog-shitted on. It really is. And now, essentially, I've I've said all I want to about this game because I just will get angry further stuff, and I'll just be going off on weird tangents. So, have you got anything else you want to bring to the table for this one? Nah, man. I think we covered everything. Um, the day that I go back and play it, though, I will. You will be the first one that I tell, and I will one hundred percent let you know whether or not the game is bollocks or not. <laughs> I love how you use one of my phrases, bollocks, because that's not a common term for you guys. <laughs> hey, I'm the away that. team here. All right, I'm just trying to fit in. I just I just love to see, like, literally, it'll be with his little one. Because when we first spoke, we, we did a podcast yonks ago on my old, this was a long time ago, and your little one was on the way, and now your little one's here. I just got this image, you'll be playing this game, and you'll just go, this is shit. Oh, hang on. Any noise? My <laughs> little one's just woken up. Yep, she's stomping around. Yeah, my, so my little guy skipped a nap today, so he's down terrorizing the village. Yeah, mine's, mine's just woken up. But it's just the image of, this fucking game shit. So if you had to you had to score this out of 10, what are you giving it? Ah, oh, man. I honestly, and it's just, hey, it's just me and how I enjoy the game, but I honestly would give it like an 8.5 out of 10. Fuck me. Jesus Christ, he's gone hard with that. Well, I ain't giving that. Because this is getting... Go on, yeah, go on. Your final thoughts. No, real quick. I just... I, Me personally, I loved the combat and I loved the content that you had in that game. As overwhelming as it was, you were never going to turn that game on and think and say, I don't have anything to do. Like, there was something to always fucking do. I as convoluted as it could have been at times, I can appreciate the fact that we had content that was there readily available whenever we wanted to hop in and play it. I just think they could have done a better job. So yeah, eight and a half out of 10 for me. Yeah. I'm going to give it a six. I was going to give it a five, but I'll give it a six because you are right. There is stuff to do. And I do think had they implemented things better. So the voice acting, if the camera was better, if the experience was better, I think as in the experience points, I think this would have been a better game. But for the way it's come out and the problems I have with it, it's getting a six. Fix the things, I'll leave, leave it to an eight. I'm not getting a ten because that plot is ridiculous at the end. So that can that Digimon plot bollocks can just go shove it up its own ass. But yeah, so for me, it's a six. And that's where it's staying unless we get a, a good ultra remix of it. Six. Yeah, I mean, put it this way. If they were to remake the game in today's standards, it would be done much better, right? It, oh, it obviously. would. 100% it would. And if it was redone yeah. again, I, I, I put it out here for the episode, I will buy it. If it's done again and it's done properly and fixes those issues I have, I will buy it. So that, that sounds fair enough, doesn't it? That sounds a fair enough point. I think everyone's happy with that. I think we're all we're all kosher. So... My friend, Mr. Nido, I because I feel bad because literally I'm gonna have to kick you off now because I heard the thump, which means my little one is awake, which means I have to go to daddy duty or I'm dead, and I've got to go to work in 20 minutes. So fantastic! What a way to start my Monday. Yeah, man. Thanks again for having me on. I'm welcome to come on anytime. Talk about whatever it is you want. 
I'll always be here, man. So just let me know. Thanks again for having me on. I hope everyone enjoys listening. And uh, I will see you guys next time I'm on here. All right. Take care, matey. And that was episode 76 of Star Ocean till the end of time on the PS2. I hope you really all enjoyed it. And thank you all for listening. Thank you, King Nido, for coming on. As I said, I can't wait to have you on again, sir. As I said, I will see you all next week. I hope you have a great time. If you want to get more involved, go over to patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. You all take care of yourself. I'll see you next week. All the best. Bye-bye.